We live on your page, right? If I can share it. Yeah. Okay. Yo. How are you John? Yo, appreciate you guys. We got a special co-host, DJ Baby Blue Diamond. Much love, man. Thank you for taking time out of your day to stop by for an episode of our own podcast. Live in the bone zone. Big live in the bone zone. Yes, man. It, it's it's really fun um, doing the podcast and having uh, people. Uh, artists, it's nice because you get to talk music. But when we have like, you know, different people like DJs, other podcasters, it's um really more fun because I get to like really talk about this and that. And it's not just me talking to myself and me talking to artists about um just music, you know. And then of course we do the whole life, death, everything else in between. Um, but that's one of those things. Like as I guess a podcaster for you. How long have you been been uh, doing all, all this stuff with the DJing and podcasting and everything else? Well, let's see. Um, <laughs> let's see. 2014, that's when I became a DJ. 2016, I started U3. And then the next year after that, 2017, came the magazine. And then um, between those years, it was the way you asked. The way you asked past past was started by a, um artist. Not a lot of people realize how much work. Excuse me, Mavis. <laughs> she wants to be part of it. Yeah, she does want to be in the, in the uh, camera. A lot of people do not realize how much work a podcast is. So the artist who started the podcast, if you see me on my phone, it's because I'm sharing the live. So, yeah. Um, a lot of people, yeah, the artists did not know how um, hard it is a podcast is. They just thought you just show up and talk. That's not it. You don't think about the promotion behind it sharing it getting people to tune in so they decided to let it go and um well when they started they asked me to be a co-host i was helping them out they decided to let it go i was still over the like page and i kept getting likes here and there randomly i'm like i guess that's my science to start it back up so i decided to start it back up and add travis and d live at five or t1 and d live at five now when i added them at the time, I was a co-host on a sex podcast, and I was looking for hosts for the sex podcast. Not, right. And that's how they hit me up, because I didn't pick what kind of podcast it was when I was looking for the host. I didn't want people to judge or anything. I just said I need hosts for a podcast. So they inboxed me, and they're like, you know, we're married. I don't think a sex podcast might not be right for me. So I'm like, okay, you might be right for this podcast. I'm thinking about bringing it back up. We had a Zoom meeting, and they met. They clicked instantly. So I was like, you know what? This is going to work. That's how it started. <laughs> That's what's up. Yeah, I watch. I make sure and tune in and, and show love, you know, and share uh, episodes and watch. Y'all really be getting down into like topics. Like, I want to know your thoughts like, on some uh, of these topics we I, talked I like about it, yesterday. You, know you like, didn't say too uh, much. No, man. I like because I, I was doing. Well, I want to know your thoughts on this. Okay, I'm going to bring up a topic we talked about yesterday. I want to know your thoughts, especially since you have two women. Well, one now. But, but, but you had to yes, at the time. So yeah. using that, what is that called? Poly? Like a poly. Like a poly. It's a poly relationship. relationship yeah. So kind of dealing with one woman is horrible, man. A lot, but two is even a lot more. So how do you feel about that? When we talked about the toxic masculinity, how do you think about that? I want to know your thoughts. Do you feel like man. when, you know, it, or is it, it just horrible. toxic? It, it was horrible. It seems fun. You know, for all members sometimes yeah. because that's like one of those things. But then when uh, I guess the women 
aren't attracted to each other because like you know they like the man but yeah sometimes in some of those relationships they only focus on the man and some you know the girls mess with each other and they do all that type of stuff but it was just uncomfortable for, for both of them yeah you know and then that that they were pregnant so like the home uncomfortable yeah and then it just one had to leave and then the other one by default you know, still here, yeah, or whatnot. So it's like, well, but did you ever have to deal with any toxic behavior during the dating phase before they got pregnant? Any all together? In general, no, well, no it, toxic. It was, it no, was, like who you with, where you at, check yeah, your location, twenty four seven. Not really, like twenty four seven. It was more me because as a man and being insecure. Yeah, you know, I was like, oh shit, if if I want two women. Then maybe she wants two two men. You know what I'm saying? Okay, um, that so makes sense. That's one of my insecurities on that. Yeah, because it's like, hmm, uh, when it's like easy for somebody to do something or this and that, then you're like, uh, whoa, what are we gonna what are we gonna do? We yeah, can, we can have this. We can make this happen. Uh, let's all raise our kids together. Like, no, that shit. I do not recommend it. <laughs> do not. <laughs> I have a coworker who is who does it. Well, last year, she did a lot of toxic traits. This year, she's kind of settled down. She used to check on her man location all the time. When the car moved, she was checking on it. When he left the house, she was checking on it. When he moved from one room to the next room, she was checking. I'm like, seriously, let him breathe. When uh, he, like, if you text her and say, hey, I'm going to H-E-B. Let's say he's going to H-E-B. He'd be driving to H-E-B. Let's say he accidentally missed an exit. She'd be like, where you at? He'd call him, what are you doing? What are you doing? I just missed the exit. I acted on Mr. Turn. Like, There's a detour down. Chill out. Yeah, but she settled down this year. But last year, anytime her camera used to, because she had cameras in every room. So every time you used to like ping, she's checking on it every time. I'm like, calm down. But she's changed a lot. He had a tracker in the like car. That, I think, like, but now that he has a job, but before he wasn't working, but now that he has a job, I feel like she's calmed down a little bit. But that is crazy. I can't do it. Yeah, with that, I think it's like when he's on the phone, she'll listen to the camera. Like see getting what he's on the camera, like the conversation. She'll listen to see him. Like, oh, is he Hispanic chick? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he already knows. Like, yes, Hispanic I couldn't chick. do it. That'd be too much time consuming. Yeah. That wastes all my energy. It does, and it's like, like, are you taking okay, like time out of your day? Sometimes you're too busy. Let's say, like. Doing that, you forget to eat. You're like, oh, shit, exactly. And I also feel like if he wanted to, he could leave his phone at home. Yeah. That's what the tracker was on the phone. You know, you share your location. He could have his phone at home and drove wherever Turn if he wanted to. <laughs> exactly. If he wanted to, like, that's, I don't know. I feel like that's too much. Yeah, that's crazy. Shout out to the people that's tuning in. I can't see. but Yeah, I, I got yeah. one right there. Um, yeah, Don was showing love right now. Uh, hey, hey, Don. How you doing? Just got on right now. Um, <laughs> it just ended badly. That's just the way. Not, it could have been worse, but it's sad. they're asking about. What's daughter. the biggest thing that it's taught you? I know it's taught you a lesson. Um, not to want more. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, and then because of the fact that they were they got pregnant, and I didn't think yeah. I could have kids because I haven't had a kid within 15 years. Yeah. So, I'm that like, oh shit, what the fuck? You know, and then I thought it was meant to be. And then I was like, all right, maybe not. Maybe it wasn't meant yeah. to be. Maybe it was just, you know, somebody, God telling me to uh, figure out what the fuck you're going to do. You have, yeah. you know, and then when one decided to leave, um, you know, I had to deal with that. Like,
get to see him some times a day. And, yeah. You know, at least I get to somewhat raise one. So. It is what it is, and it ain't what it ain't. Yeah. I fucked up. I should have just, of course, stayed with my first one, but then me wanting more, you know, got into a little sneaky relationship. Yeah. And then, bam, pregnant, and then, oh, move it, and like shit like that. So okay. it, it all kind of. <laughs> but that's what happens and stuff like that. Okay. I'm sure one of them is probably watching or both of them. I love y'all. <laughs> Um, but at least it, we still have nice relationships with the, with the kids, with the boys. That's what it's all about. That's the main thing that I'm really trying to focus on. Yeah. I like that. I admit to it. You know, I mean, like I said, it could have been worse. You know, so. That's true. We'll, well, since you are raising two kids, I just want to know, because this is another topic we talk about. Because your kids aren't in school yet. Yeah. But what are your thoughts when you get ready to send them to school with everything that's happening from teachers quitting, from the school shootings to everything in general? I, I'm going to have to walk down those halls and see, like, what it's like, like, meet the principal and the teachers, see if they ain't no, like, weird-ass janitors and yeah. shit like that. I work there. Yeah. Um. I feel like nowadays, I'm not saying that's a concern, because it is a concern. Yeah. You know, we're people working at the school. But I feel like more of a concern is more less teachers and not enough room. Like, I always mention it. At the school I work at, our classes are at least 30, 32 each in each classroom. Yeah, it's a lot of students. We had to add another pre-K-4 teacher because there were so many kids in the classroom. And we already had, like, Four pre-K teachers already. So we had another one, which makes five. One of our pre-K teachers only lasted three days, and then she quit. So. Really like that movie, Dangerous Minds. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. It really is. It's yeah, just that's like, crazy. Yeah, yeah. these teachers like, are lasting. 187, that's a good movie, too. Yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah. Teachers aren't lasting. It's yeah, just... they're not, right? And then, like, of course, like, the pay, a lot of people. The pay. I think that's something that, you know, they're talking about, well, I need to vote. I know voting is, is still going on and whatnot. Um, you know, for any, I, I don't really get like political or inside a bunch yeah. of that stuff. So I really don't touch it. Like religion, I don't, you know, touch religion yeah. or like your uh, sexual preference and stuff yeah. like that. But when people bring that shit up, I'm like, all right. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Do you vote? I actually was my first, uh, yes, uh, yesterday. Last year, or whenever the last time we had yeah. voting was Which actually my time. first time voting. You know? I regret it. You know? Why? I don't know. I, I was like, damn, it was my fault why this president is the president. <laughs> you know, like, I was like, well, should I have voted for Trump or Kanye? Like, even even then, like, you know. I feel like. I feel like, damn, I fucked up. <laughs> well, I feel like, one, no one's perfect. Two, it's hard being in these positions, whether you're president, whether you're just a councilman. Yeah, a mayor. It's Some of hard. the local councilmen, I thought I did all right, but yeah, but know. it's hard. Even being a superintendent of a school, it's hard. Yeah, you can you can only do so much. Even a principal, you can only do so much. Like you want to do this and this and this, but it's like you can only yeah. do. This if and you this. were put in that position as a superintendent, what what would you do for your district? For my district, one yeah. will of course up the pay. Okay. Um. I think more time off with teachers 
Yeah, this because there's some school districts who don't have school on Fridays. Some even do where every Wednesday is the early out to give teachers more planning time, more time to, you know, get their lessons together, which I like that. Because the people don't know nowadays, lessons move fast. It's not like back in the day. Well, let's say first grade, we're teaching you how to add. And we stay on that for at least a month so you know how to add. At least yeah, two, one, two plus two. Crazy. Now, we teach one plus one, two plus two for like two days. And then we're on to subtraction. It's like, wait a minute. We're still trying to get two plus two. And then there's kids who fall behind because of that. So I feel like if we can give them more time. And then also, I would add stuff for parents. Because there's a lot of parents like you. Like you said, you want to go to the school. You want to check out who the principal is, who the teachers are. There's a lot of parents who want to be involved in their kids' education, yeah. but it's like, I don't get it. I don't know how to do the two plus two. So, like, if we add, like, some classes, was like, let me teach you how to do it. So when we send homework home, it'd be less stress so you can help your child. Yeah. I feel like that'd be something... As yeah, because not all parents understand. Like, some are, are literate, you know what I'm saying? Well, not even that, too. Like, me, Besides I know that, what yeah. 2 plus 2 is for. Yeah. But the way they have the kids at the 2 plus 2 is not like we used to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. they add so many extra stuff. It's like, I know how to get the answer. All the steps, right. It's, yeah, all the extra, it's like, I know how to get do. the answer, but I can't do it the way your teacher taught you, all these yeah, extra yeah. stuff. Like, why do you need that when you can just do it so simple? It makes no sense. It's just weird. Time so, change. Kids are different. Yes. You know, but if I had an opportunity to maybe raise my son, you know, uh, here and, and homeschool him, you know, or maybe like on something online. I feel like that's not everybody gonna, learns like that. I feel like a lot of people are going to be leading towards that. Yeah, I wouldn't mind, but that means I really have to like fucking sit there and do it, you know, unless we like hire somebody that. Well, they have it online too as well. Like, there's programs we can do it online, you know, if your child knows how to focus online. Some people can't. Some people get distracted online. But I'm sometimes one of those people that get distracted online. So online learning sometimes is not good for me. But it's good for some people. They have it where everything's online. All the curriculum is online. So you don't really have to teach anything. And then they have it where you can't teach if you want. Yeah. So That's really cool. I think that's really interesting, like, to look at because, you know, our school systems, you know, who knows, like, hell, I'm, I'm an 80s baby, you know, exactly. so in the 90s, like, I went to, you know, Page Middle School or, like, Brackenbridge, yeah. like, the ISD schools, yeah. and they were not always the, the best schools, and so when it comes to, like, uh, you know, the curriculum and them actually giving the shit and paying attention to you, yeah. like, you know, sometimes when you sleep, they're like, Okay, I'm gonna sleep in class. Like I don't give. I'm not gonna go be like, "Hey, wake up!" Like yeah. that's not their job to to babysit us, this and that. So we'll mm. we'll see what happens. I think one other thing I would add is free education for the people who want to go back to school and get their degree. Cause like you know you gotta pay for it if you want to get a teacher's degree, and then it's like you always don't pay us enough. How are we gonna pay to go back to school? But they always need subs. Like I've been subbing almost every day at my school. Almost every day. If a teacher's out and a sub doesn't come, they send me up. Someone's always going in my A. <laughs> in my A, they're going out. So they send me or they send another one of my coworkers. So if they gave us, like, either not either free or they say, hey, because you're already working at a school, we give you so much off, go back and get your degree, you get more teachers that way. Yeah. But they don't think that way. So. All right. Well. <laughs>
that that's cool, you know. And then, it is. I'm sure you'll probably change what they what the kids have on on their menu for like lunch and stuff oh, like that. Man. That that school menu. If you see some of the, if you follow me on Snap, I post a lot of pictures of the school lunch, and sometimes I like to try some of the. We call it some of the creations that the kids make, like peanut butter and cheese. They get the cheese and stick it in the peanut butter and eat it. Or what happened was they accidentally mixed up the utensils for high school to elementary. So they end up getting a fork and knife and salt and pepper. You know, kids, little kids don't know to do with salt and pepper. So they decided to put in their yogurt. You ever had salt and pepper in your yogurt? <laughs> it's a little tasty. Or you like to dip your goldfish in ketchup, you know? I'm not saying that one might not be too bad, but it's just yeah, some of the stuff. Oh, like this kid wasted this perfectly good hamburger. She had a hamburger. She put the lettuce, tomato, you know, the cheese. The She had the, what's it called? The ketchup, mayo, mustard. She made it look so good. Pickles. And then she threw it away. She didn't even eat it. <laughs> what a way. No, hopefully it wasn't a hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah. you ever put the ketchup on top of the bun and eat it that way. Not dip it, just put it on top. You know, kids have their own creation. Uh, in the burger, uh, outside. outside. I guess because the they can look at it. Ketchup on pizza. I've I've heard salsa of that. Salsa on yeah. pizza. Yeah. Oh, salsa on pizza. I do that, but I really do that with the um, like a Louisiana hot sauce. Okay, that, that makes that's sense. That's a little different. Yeah. Like the buffalo. Sauce. But but this year they've been kind of up their game a little bit. They served them um, chicken alfredo, chicken right, parmesan is decent. The mozzarella sticks is good when it's fresh out the oven. But it's for like sometimes the menu is kind of weird because they'll serve like chicken nuggets, pizza, or Chinese food. These are your options. Like all in one day, that's kind of weird. Like, I, I guess so that way people they have options. They have options. Well, yeah. Have options and then some people just can't stand burgers. Yeah. And, and like, now a yogurt packet is considered a full meal now. You know, yogurt, you got your protein, your cheese, your graham crackers that's considered a full meal and i'm like hmm, that's different but some kids like it because you get your peanut butter and jelly no this is weird cool. so you know you got the uncrustables right yeah and the whole purpose of it is uncrustable is not to have a crust you ever seen a kid take the crust off the uncrustable <laughs> i'm like what are you taking off it already has no crust has like no the crust. stuff the kids do is just hilarious yeah. you just have to laugh it's all right it's but uh, that's what makes them, you know, them. And it is like every banana day. You already know banana is going to be a telephone. How you doing? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. How yeah. You doing? Either yeah. that or the slow. I didn't eat it. No, the slow. I didn't eat it. Uh, they don't, yeah. but they don't know what they're doing. Yeah, weird stuff. Weird stuff. Yeah, but kids yeah. will be kids. Kids will be kids. As a kid, you did any weird, weird shit as a kid growing up? Just the uh, back in the day, we used to snort the. <laughs> Don't judge me. You used to snort the Kool Aid package. Oh shit! I, I bet that burned. It huh? did. Damn, it did. I did it once and never again. Yeah, it I burned. did that with chili powder before. Oh, that burned. Oh, I bet. I can. I want to try it with the chili powder and the the Kool Aid. I can do actually it, just but... dip it and put your finger in there. I might take it. Taste good. Yeah, but yeah, I did that once when I was little. Definitely yeah. weird. Uh, when I was a kid, one time, I heard about. Bloody Mary while playing Bloody Mary. You tried that? I used to do that yes. too. Oh, I tried yeah. that too in the gym. You know, they were like, you're supposed to have certain colors, like colors, and you look, have the color in front of you, and you look past the color. And 
Oh, like, I didn't they really were that. like deep I just in did, this shit. I just did the one where you go to the restroom and you're Bloody Mary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it was in the restroom, but you're supposed to have like colors and you like look through the colors. Oh, I didn't know about mirror, all that. Like, I did it wrong. That's why she didn't show up. I don't know if. I think I did it wrong. That's why she didn't show up. But that was like <laughs> yeah, in the yeah, early 90s. So, it you really know, was. It was like all those stories back then. They're like, people just making shit up. Man. They're like, that, that's what it is like, but. I didn't see anybody, but weird shit started to happen. But then, then yeah. we lived in the Victoria Court, so then there's a lot of shit weird yeah. shit going on in the Victoria Court. So. I like questioning the kids on like '90s stuff, '90s cartoons. We played a game where we played '90s theme songs from Disney Channel. They didn't know any of those. That was kind of fun. That's kind of sad. You know, their music choices is weird. I had a a, a little debate. Someone said that. Drake was better than Lil Wayne, and Drake doesn't have a ghostwriter. Oh, no. I'm like, Drake does have a ghostwriter? Yeah. And he's not better than Lil Wayne. But you know, they're little, they don't understand the time error. They don't, they don't, I guess they didn't go up on a Carter one, two, and three, and all that. So, you know, you can't blame them. Drake is what they're listening to. That's what it is. And like with all the streaming stuff like that, and then now a new artist is, Popping up every day and then, like, damn. It's but, the TikTok era. It's making everybody, you know. Yeah, it is. Are you big on TikTok? I'm on it, but I don't post as much. Yeah, I, I don't to. post on it as much as I should, but I'm on it. I do have one for the way you ask podcasts. I do have one for you three. That one I want to post more, like, new music for the artists that's coming out. And then, um, of course, I have my personal one, but... Yeah. If I could videotape a lot of these kids and what they do, I know I'll go viral. I'll definitely go viral. Right. Ask their parents for permission. Ask their like, parents. Man, your kid did some stupid-ass shit. Or they do some funny oh, stuff. Shit. Or just, like, you know, sometimes. It's just... Never That's know. cool. So let's talk a little bit about... You know, we talked a little bit about what you asked, or just, like, kind of timeline and stuff like that. But with the um, What You Ask podcast, that's where I've had first... Uh, you know, heard of your name and then found out that you're like, oh, DJ Baby Blue Diamond, that's your name. And you're like, okay, we should DJ. Like, <laughs> so, uh, how How is that for you? Like that transition going going from, you know, being on the podcast, you know, just pretty much talking, you know, this and that to playing music and maybe not talking as much. Well, but- so I started DJing first. So I did DJing. It was chopped and screwed music in my house. You can't see my face. I loved it. I taught myself how to do it. And I was like, yeah, this is cool. So if I mess up, you can't see it's me. You don't know who it is. I'm at home doing it. And then DJ Sandman is the one that asked me to try to do it into clubs. This is really different from doing chopping and screw music. And I'm just like, oh, I don't know how I feel about that. So I started doing that and dealing with artists. And started doing, doing dealing with artists is when I fell in love with the underground scene. And I'm like, there's a lot of talented people that need to get their music out there. And I follow VH1 behind the scenes where they teach you about Ludacris's life and Neo's life. And I thought about how they started off before they got big doing radio or knowing someone in the music industry. But not everyone has that opportunity to know someone in the music industry. Yeah. So I feel like I want to be the one to start them off and get their music heard out there. So that's why I started U3. And so I just started playing their music, was not talking at all. My first show, Bomb. I didn't realize 30 minutes goes by fast. 
when you don't plan out stuff, <laughs> it went by super fast. And I didn't yeah, get nothing done that I wanted to get done. That's when I was like, you know what? I got to stop and plan. Then I eventually started doing interviews, which is weird because talking is a lot, especially when you do it live. If you mess up, yeah, that's it. You're live, but you get used to it. But like I said, I was doing it at home. So I love doing it at home because people would call in. They don't see me. I don't see them. I could be in my pajamas. My hair could be a mess. I could talk like this and no one can see me because I'm at home. Yeah. Then eventually when COVID hit, I moved doing it through Zoom face-to-face slowly. But I kind of miss doing it not face-to-face. Yeah. You ain't got to see my face if I make a... If I make uh, a, just audio? Yeah, I love the audio. Yeah. Let's say if your music is trash and I make a face, you can't see me. But like if I'm face to face, just don't laugh. You know? I know if I'm face to face and your music sucks, you gotta kind of keep it together sometimes. It's like, oh, yeah, you kind of just, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. So next topic, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah, here, like, I don't really have like a, a set thing. Like, okay, we're gonna talk about this for three minutes. Talk yeah. about this for forty-five seconds. Or like, stuff no, like I that. didn't really plan it out like that. But it's like bullet points. Yeah. That's yeah. something I need to do, like bullet points and be like, all right, talk about like. Well, podcasting is different because you can talk forever. Then the platform I was on at the time, I was only, I was doing the free things. It was um blog talk. So it's like free for 30 minutes. So I was like, let me try the free 30 minutes just to see how it goes. And eventually I pay for more time. So I just wanted to try it out just to see. I didn't know anything about radio. I just dived in. I didn't know what I was doing. I just dived that's in. That's no research, goes, right? nothing. Just dived in. That's what's up. And the DJing for you, like, what, what kind of gigs do you, do you like to do, man? I know some people are like, oh, I'll do this, I do this, I do it all. I but love, some people perform something over than, than, than I love more the private parties because I get to play a variety of music, usually at private parties, birthday parties, excuse me, weddings. So they have a variety. It's not just hip-hop. It's not just R&B. Sometimes they start with R&B, right. a little country, a little pop. Quinceaneras, you get yeah. a little bit of everything, cumbia. But then when I do when I do these um local shows, like if it's a hip hop show, I'm just playing hip hop music. If it's R&B, I'm playing yeah. mostly R&B. I don't get to be diverse in my music. I love yeah. when I get to be diverse and play a little bit of everything. So you can like one minute you shaking your booty, next me doing a two, country two step. I like that. Yeah, it's very, and then especially if all the people that are there like know those dances, like they're exactly. like, exactly, what is it? Two hops this time, exactly. <laughs> oh, cross. when it's the older crowd, and I love playing older music, especially like the 80s, 70s, oh. when they get excited to hear that Michael Jackson, Earth, Wind, and Fire. And I'm like, yes. yeah, they're like, oh, yeah, we're calling it a night early. We're going exactly. back to the- <laughs> it brings back, I like yeah, it. that's crazy. What kind of music were you, were you raised up on? Um, my mom played mostly gospel music, but my brother, my older brother and sister, they played a lot of, my older sister played a lot of 90s R&B, so Tyrese, um, Usher, um, John B. I got brought onto Tupac by my brother. Chapter School music was because my brother, he played a lot of Chapter School music, so that's when I fell in love with it. So yeah. I got a little mixture of both. And then as I got older and started listening to my own music, that's when I got into the country and the pop. Columbia. Do you ever listen to uh, um, Chapter Screw Country? Tennessee Whiskey is on YouTube. Man, Chapter Screw. yeah, that uh, I'm not gonna lie, that is there's a bunch like yeah. I, I love it. I like that. Well, when I so when I first started Purple World Radio, that's what I used to do. I used to do things. So one night I did an East Coast versus West Coast, which was like Tupac and Biggie. We had other DJs bring send me the mixes and I'll play it. 
one night I did a cumbia night where they played where they did like Selena cumbia kings okay. type of food. I did a um, old school night. I did a new school night. I used to have different things, so I played it all. It was nice. I got to hear it all. Yeah, I love it. I love to explore too, cause like if I hear a song that I love, I'm like, I wonder why that song was in school. Let me yeah, play around with it. You get to learn like your range. Like okay, if it works, it works. And okay. now you're like, okay, let's not do that. Yeah, at least I tried. Yeah, cause like rock music, I I listen to some rock music. I think the only rock not... song I've heard that worked was um, "Everybody Rules the World." Okay. That, that one worked pretty good. Yeah. I, I heard a few Linkin Park chop the screw that they were they were okay, you know. I yeah. was like, I bet. I see that. So, and then of course it depends like the DJ, if it's just like some fucking amateur, just yeah, whatever it works out. But you know, like you know, why you see Blink One Eighty Two is coming on tour? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. They are. I never really was a huge fan of Blink One Eighty Two. Yeah, I only know like maybe one or two songs. Yeah, but but that's cool, man. That that even you know older. All those those people that grew up listening to them, they're like, man, fuck, I might take my kids. Like, I don't know who the fuck. This is what I love to do. So, a lot of kids at my school, they love wearing t-shirts, hoodies, jerseys that say like Lincoln Park, Maroon Five, Aaliyah, Whitney Houston. So I'm like, name three Whitney Houston songs. They're like, yeah, I'm just wearing a shirt. I can tell you. <laughs> Someone had on a Beatles shirt. Name three Beatles songs. Someone said, um, last Christmas I gave you my heart. I was like, nope. Like, I'm just wearing a shirt. I don't know any. And I'd be like, yeah. you're not doing it justice. No, How do you wear nice. this shirt? You can't even Walmart, name Walmart. Walmart, we doing shit. I blame Walmart, no. below five, five below. Yeah. All those places. Um, Do you think, like, they get paid for any of those? Like, the artists get paid for any of those stuff? Or maybe because they're... I would hope so. Right, but... I think... I doubt probably it. Probably because like, of copyright issues, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Now, one girl, she do three moon, five songs, because it was actually a tour shirt. So she knew they the had songs. the fucking <laughs> yeah. She had the tour dates on the back. So, so she, she knew was it. a fan. Yeah, she was a fan. But everybody else, I'm like, yeah. I said name three Whitney Houston songs. They only know one. I want to dance with somebody. That's it. I'm like, oh come on. And then sometimes with my coworkers, because I'm one of the oldest, so it's always I keep forgetting the age difference. So I'm like, yeah, you remember this '90s group? They're like, no. I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot. You're young. One of my coworkers, so I graduated in 08 in high school. So okay. one of my coworkers was like, oh, I was only six years old in 08. That's crazy, right? Yeah, like, I was um, like you just starting school? I'm like, two years, I'll be 40. <laughs> less than two years. Hey, so bad. I'm like, damn, let's, let's actually get shit done because we still want to try to, you know, uh, retire at 65. Yeah. Some shit. Like, I don't know how that goes. Who, who knows, like, what, what's going to be going on? Um, but man, it, it is crazy. Shout out to Lee Money for tuning in. Thank you. We appreciate you. Lee Money of Money Management. He manages Lou Dallas, um, Money Three Times, and Jay Stat. So shout out yeah. to him. Yo, usually when that pops up, when it says Facebook user, that's usually uh, versatile sometimes. But, you know, yeah. So shout out to everybody that's watching. Of course, we're live on Facebook, live on YouTube. Um, that's what has been doing that because it did that to me it did that to travis yesterday when yeah. he tuned in to our podcast he said facebook user i was like facebook user yeah i, I don't know why why it says that either yeah so like uh with the radio shows with uh and um, you're talking about a magazine like you have your own magazine yes. that you publish 
I didn't bring one. I didn't bring my backpack with me, but yes. Okay. So I started a magazine. Um, so this is magazine that I follow called Overtime Hustling. They're a magazine podcast and they do um music as well. They're East Coast. The three podcasts that they have is Turf Tales. On Wednesdays, it's called Winging It. If you like hot wings, you should tune in. They eat hot wings, talk about lots of dope topics. And then Sundays, they have reactions. You probably have kind of shared a lot. And then um, on Sundays, they do the reaction videos where they react to fight videos, but not like street fight videos, like boxers, um, MMA fighters, professional people, semi-professional. They do react to that. So I love them. So they started their magazine. I saw that and it motivated me to start my own because I feel like that's another outlet to get artists out there, business yeah. owners, you know, besides just playing your music, you can also be in a magazine. Yeah, because they can buy like a certain, you know, like, okay, you'll get like a half a page or a quarter sheet page. Or a full page on like, the cover. Yeah, like for advertising and stuff like exactly. that. Exactly. So I think this is my 20th issue I just released last week. Nemesis, an R&B artist from Austin, is on the cover. Inside, I have D. Live at Five is inside. Okay. AC Turner, who's a podcaster, but I got him as his, he has his own pool cleaning business now. I've seen that, yeah. So Shout he's in there. Um, Trap Accessories is in there. There's this guy named Isaac P. He used to be an artist, but now he has two businesses, a painting business and an egg roll business now. If you ever come to one of our live podcasting events. Is that an egg roll? Egg roll. Let me tell you. If you come to one of our live podcasting events, which you got to come to. Yeah, I do. He cooks egg rolls. He has yeah, a cheesesteak egg roll. He has a vegan egg roll. Yeah. Hamburger egg roll. Taco egg roll. And dessert egg rolls. It comes with dirty rice. And the huh. sauce that he makes is the best. You got to come. He does it. Yeah. It's the best. It, he can cook. It's really good. That's so he's in the magazine as well. As I'm trying to think who else, because I had a couple people in that magazine. And Overtime Hustling, they bought an ad into the magazine as well. So they have a four-page ad telling you everything that they do. They sell merch, magazine, podcasting, of course, and they manage a couple artists. Just but to actually, actually have like a physical magazine. Yes. So you can actually go to the madcloud.com website and order your physical magazine. I have a, I always buy one of each issue of my own issues. So I can have the artist sign it, especially the ones that are here. Yeah. I did two San Antonio editions. Well, actually, one San Antonio edition and two Texas editions. Okay. So the first one, San Antonio edition, has two pig wheel on it cover. The second one has uh, Bosselina. And and the third cover has um, D.W. Goodlow, which is a independent filmmaker down here. He made two films and working on his third film right now. I try to support everybody when I can. So I'm the type that, yes, I do have my set prices, but if I feel like I need to fill it up, I'm not going to charge you. I'm going to hit you up and say, hey, I'm going to pitch you in my magazine. Just buy an issue. That's all I ask you. Just buy a copy. I like to support everybody. Because I know rappers talk about, yeah, I'm balling. But we know they ain't balling. You know, you got to help them out. Yeah. (laughs) But I be like, come on, hook hook, hook me up. You're like, man, it's a business. It's a business. Yeah, it's still a business. But that's why I always say, just support me by buying an issue. And then every March, I like to do my own class list. You know, XL, XXL have their class list. Okay. So I like to do my own underground class list every March. I have, if you feel like you deserve to be on the list, I always have you submit at least two YouTube songs. Because everybody have YouTube. Two songs from YouTube, a picture, and 
no, not a, yeah, two YouTube songs, a picture, and where you from. That's it. And I have a private group. So I have a private group where I'm in it, but I'm not a judge. I don't want people to say, oh, you chose him because you like his music. Or yeah. you always... So I'm not a judge. I'm just there to make sure everything runs smoothly. But I have some people who tune into my U3 radio from time to time and people who love music from the old school to the new school. We have a set criteria and they vote. They listen to your music and they say yes or no. And we pick the top 12. So I do that every year. And I didn't get to do it last year because of COVID when all of that COVID hit, but I'm bringing it back this year. And I love it. But first time I did it, three Christian hip hop artists made the list, which is dope. So you never know. We don't discriminate. It's not just hip hop. It's not just R&B. It's country. It's pop. It's rock. We just ask if you feel like you're the best when it's time to submit, submit your song. And I always say, submit like one of your earlier songs and one of your songs from now so you can hear you grow. Yeah. And and huh. they love it. And they can't say I'm biased because I'm not a judge. Yeah. So you're not like telling who to who, who to vote, vote for or nothing like, like that. So I'm just there to tally the votes. But I love it. You know, it gives people something to look forward to every year. That's Yoda true. made the list one time. Shout out to the little Yoda. Yeah, Blue definitely. made the list. Um, trying to see who else made the list. Um, Blackout made honorable mention. High Strong made honorable mention because they were like close. They were yeah. literally like one yeah. vote off. So I always tell them keep grinding, Tiny Tune, one vote off. I always tell them keep grinding, keep going. You'll make yeah. it. Oh yeah, shout I out to all the local artists, man. They. I think the the scene, like the San Antonio scene, like compared like maybe to a few years ago, and especially like for me because getting into the podcasting and actually trying to like find the artist or yeah. see the artist or some come to you once they see that you have a podcast and you're like, hey, you had my homeboy on last week, like what's up? And like uh, you hear like the diverse uh, the, the diversity of like their skill levels and exactly. stuff like that. Exactly. You know, and it's not my place to say like okay uh, you know this artist isn't the best because you know they're doing it you know yeah that's more than what other people are doing that's what i like about my um show so like with you three we don't just play in music say oh you suck or you don't suck we get constructive criticism so there's some artists who love old school hip-hop like the bone thugs all that they love that 90s 80s boom boom bap rap so when they tune in and they hear something new Sometimes they don't like it. Sometimes they do, but it opens up their mind, and they will give you constructive criticism. Some of my listeners are from Australia. Shout out to my Australian people. Some is from Oregon. Some is from South Carolina, and those are the ones that constantly tune in when we go live. And they'll let you know, hey, I I like the song, but slow down when you rap, or I don't like it when I didn't like the fact that you did this. Like they don't just say it sucks. They want to make you better. They don't want you to yeah. quit. Sometimes people get constructive criticism to the point where it's like, I don't want to do music anymore. No, help them. Make them go better. Don't just say it sucks. Or don't just say it's good. Like, let them know, hey, it's good. It's dope. I like it when you did this to the beat. When you, you know? So that's what I like. It's not like just... Like on, on timing, like like the timing of when you say the words to the beat. Exactly. Like like, they let you know what they you know, like and didn't like. More so, on time. so you can make it better and help you out. So I like that. Yeah. That's what I like too. Like, especially like that's one reason why I like to watch different podcasts because I can see like what other people are doing and be like, man, I like how they really talk about this or like uh, just bullshitting yeah. or having special guests on or this and that because the conversations are different 
compared to when it's just a solo podcaster, you know, because I'm I'm looking at a camera like, oh, yada, yada, yada. Um, what are we talking about? What are we doing? Here's the new artist, this and that. And then depending on if we get any feedback from like the comments and stuff like that, then that's what makes the, the conversation different, you know, because there's somebody in here, I guess, like a, a co-host, yeah, y'all can go back and forth, you know, agree to disagree or agree. It, it's it makes things different. Yeah. You know, and then with two other people, like the words agree, you know, that's a three headed monster right there. <laughs> so shout out to, yeah. to you guys, man. Uh, um, it is. And a bunch of other podcasts, like Radioactive Podcast. Have three. Um, um, Cheap Suits have three. Um, Inglorious Rappers have three. If This Mike Can Talk has two. Yeah. I like that each podcast brings something different. Yes. But I like. And I like to connect with other podcasts, not just from here, but from other cities. So there's one called FOH, which means fuck out of here. <laughs> I don't know if you can curse. But it means yeah, F out of here. And they had two. So F out of here, then they have F out of here after dark, which is their sex podcast. Then they have two sessions. And they're more ATL, Louisiana area. Then, of course, the East Coast ones with the wing in it, turf tails, the. Um, Reactions, that's East Coast. St. Louis is one called Not the Same Podcast. That's more religion-based, but they do religion, sports, and what's going on in the news. And then, I'm trying to think there's another one that I listen to. I think that's it. There's a couple podcasts out there, so to support people when I can. Oh, there's one here. So, four topics, four different beers. If I'm San Antonio, I figured you might like it. Four topics, four different beers. Yeah, so they try different beers when they do their topics. Um, I think it's called On The Something. So I met them at a show because someone had them out doing, um, doing um, I guess, media. So okay. That's how I met them. And um, once I get the name of it, I'll let you know. But that's a dope concept. Four concept. Four, and they have different beers from like different companies so you can try to see if you like and don't like. like yeah. That's dope. Then of course, Lele. Yeah. She has her podcast, Get Your Big Jaw, Get Your Big Girl Jaws on. I was her first guest. Yeah, I know. That's that a dope. I like the name of it though. Yeah, that was a good episode. That was over there at the Sound of Life, man. Yeah, I like that. I'm like, so what if you don't wear jaws? What if you just wear boxers or something? Like, but I like the concept. It's dope. So shout out to oh, and True Talk No Cap, High Strong. Yeah. Shout out to the people. And of course your show live on the Bone Zone. Yeah, I like that. Hopefully, I you know one day I like to like get myself to where I can, you know, say like, oh, I want to get my name on a ballot or something like for like, but I oh. you're underground and not you don't have really a big audience, but still you continue to be persistent. That's what it is, you know. Oh, and we like to promote each other too. That's why you have to promote each other. Every when yeah. I see you live, I try to share when I can. I know D does. When you see people live, we share it. Um, Sam Pluto is another podcast out there too. We try to share everybody's when we can, yeah. and I'm gonna let you know you get to hear it first. I haven't told anyone, but you hear it first here. Oh yeah. In December, I'm dropping a podcast edition of my magazine. Oh, wow. So, a couple podcasters like yourself, we're gonna be on the cover. All of us are gonna be on a group picture on the cover of the magazine, and then inside. You get like a, you get two to three pages just talking about your podcast and how you got started. So huh. you get to hear it first. No one else knows about it. That's neat. So. Hell yeah, yeah. Um, I I'm a, a fan of you know local podcasts and one of my favorites right now is uh, Talk and Listening. 
Uh, it's like one. where they drink beer on it, but it's like, you know, uh, they don't go live anymore, but they do a pre-tape. Yeah. Uh, they had like High Strung on there. What's I it called? Uh, Talk Hand Listening. Talk Hand Listening. Listening with uh, Nolf and X. Uh, I wonder if that's the same one we're talking about. Is, is that one? It might be. Talk Hand. Um, but yeah, and, and uh, it's nice. I really, really dig them. They talk about wrestling a lot. So me, of course, I'm a huge wrestling mark. So um, I, I always got to show them there. You know, that there's people out there where they're like, let's say like when as a podcaster, how we uh, promote artists and promote brands and promote this and that. And sometimes they may not even be aware that we're doing it for them. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, exactly. Them, I don't want for them to be like, oh, well, what do you want? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I hate when I reach out to people and they think that it's like, I, I want something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I may, you know, uh, be like, yo, hey, what's up? Like, ask, you know, if they would like to be on because, but I know sometimes they're like, nah, I don't, or what's your budget? And this and that. Yeah. And I understand it's a business. You know? It's called Open Bar Podcast. Open Bar? Okay, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Yeah, talk has... Talk and listening, we're on that podcast. Yeah, so. open bar. Open bar, yeah. Shout out to yeah, open bar. Yeah, I like that. They're still, uh, I've been on their show yet. On their, but on their, uh, they are. I want to be a guest one day. Once yeah, our schedules. Cool. Yeah, right. And then I met two females who have their own podcast. So one girl name is um, Andrea. She has the whole story. And this talks about her past life being married, how I guess she... I don't know if she once was a hoe, but it just talked about different stories of relationships, sex, stuff like that. Um, and then Voice of V is another podcast by V Marie. She talks about relationships as well, stuff like that from a female point of view. So that's dope. Yeah, it, it is like I started the podcast during uh, a COVID because we were in the lockdown. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, what do I do? Well, there's Facebook. They be just talk live and just talk, and I started music, local artists, like it was the whole year when we didn't have any guests or anything, the whole year, and one day, you know, an artist came by, blackout, and I was on a live, and that's when I was like, hey, we can start having artists. Yeah. And then, like, the Gizzle stopped by, of course, High Strong, um, Hello Yoda, like, early in, in, in having the guests, like, you know, so that was mm-hmm. something that really motivated me. I shouldn't perform the one of our live podcasting events. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good. Like when you work with each other and you're like, all right, this is you know what we do. Of course, sometimes in business, like if they have like managers, they're like, well, we gotta have a contract. Yeah. You know, I haven't got involved with any of that stuff yet, but <laughs> I'm sure one day like they're gonna one be day. Like, oh, we gotta do this and we gotta do that. Like oh. or some people they're like, you gotta um Make sure that you can have this amount of views or some shit oh, like that because yeah. my artist isn't going to be on. Oh, I've dealt with that. Like, and sometimes know. it's weird. Sometimes I feel like it's weird sometimes when I have to deal with managers, especially if, I, if I'm so used to this for the longest. It's like, I can just I have your number. I can just text you. Now I got to deal with your manager. I'm like, come on. It's so weird sometimes. I'm like, I know you. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, that's just how it is. That's the way it is. Like, it sometimes is. I reach out to artists and then, like, somebody will message me, like, hey, you trying to uh, book my, my boy? And they're like, yeah, uh, this is that. What's your budget? And I'm like, man, all right, let's go. Yeah. And sometimes, like, most of those, they, they obviously don't come through because they're like, 
high numbers. Like some for some of the artists, they're like ridiculous. Like oh. oh, because either they don't really do podcasts or they're like not really trying to get out there on, on a little uh, podcast that's not a, a major platform. Yeah, well, like in the city locally. You know, I got some. I get, I'm getting love, so I'm not gonna say that it's, it's yeah. a small podcast, but it's not one of those huge ones. And always. That's when they always give out a certain number, no matter if it's two dollars or two hundred or two thousand. Always say, "Well, what comes with it?" Or, "Okay, with the two thousand or with the two hundred, are you going to guarantee so many people to come out, so many people to support, so many people to tune in?" Like, I like to ask those questions because sometimes the numbers don't match what they say. Because there's some artists who's like, "Yeah, two hundred because I got two point five k views on my YouTube page." And but you only got three comments, and the comments was like, "Good job." Yeah, Keep that's it up. the thing where I always it's like, like you pay for those views. Yeah, so that that's one thing where I'm always like, and they got all these views and only like two likes, three likes, and maybe like four comments. Exactly. Yeah. Or it's like you have two point five k views, but yeah, when you perform at a show, only three people show up for you. Yeah. That don't add up. So that's, makes me that's wonder. The way. <laughs> It is. It's like, damn, yes, yeah. So getting into all that with like, um, with the artists and stuff like that, where sometimes they're like, man, I got a, I got a big ass following, you know, and it's like, all right, you see what they're doing, and there's still really some artists really still not making noise, if you will. Yeah. Like, you know, I still gotta support some artists. I like people who are consistent. Yeah, consistent and, and at least you know making some type of you know attempt. Yes, and networking, because there's some artists who just keep to themselves and only promote their music. There's other artists who promote other people's music as well. They network. Yeah. Had an artist, um, we had a Halloween show. I was a DJ in that a local show. And one of the artists, he came and he gave me his flash drive and he wasn't even on the lineup. I'm like, oh, we don't have room for you tonight, but maybe next show. He's like, cool, that's fine. If I can't perform tonight, I'll just network. And he was actually going around to other artists who was performing and say, hey, follow me on Instagram. You know, check out my music. He was networking. You don't see that a lot because artists just come perform and leave. Yeah, I don't. I don't like that. I've seen that. I've been to trying to get out there and and, and go to the shows. Yeah. Like on some nights, there's like a show here, a show there. So you got to decide which show to go to. Yeah. Or like if there's one on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you yeah. try to go to. But like, but with that, and then with the the whole leaving or not supporting, like damn, bro, like especially like if you perform early. Yeah, you know, but I understand that some artists are like, "All right, let me do this." And well, if you have it. to work, I get it. But if you know you don't have to work, try to stay. And then Especially I take notice that I take notice that too. So when I book some artists for shows, I notice that, and it makes me notice. Hey, do I want to book you again? Do I not want to book you again? Or if I do book you again, I notice that we put you first, and you bought half the crowd. You took half the crowd with you. I'm gonna wait till last. Put yeah. you on last, so they have to stay. You know, so I notice that. That's one of the things, especially like if it's your show and you're putting the show together, you got to look at who's your headliner. Uh, you're, of course, it has to be opening act. Most people are like, why are you fucking opening shit? Oh, you know? yeah. People hate going first. Yeah, they I, hate I, that. Shit, I think that would be still one of those And also where, see who promotes. Because there's yeah. some people who wait to the day of the show to promote. There's people who promote every day. There's people who don't promote at all. It's like, how you expect people to come out? They don't know you're having a show. Yeah. Uh, one thing, on, like on social media, when people are promoting stuff, like when yeah. they tag all the 100 people, I'm like, oh, okay. like Yeah, no, I don't. The only people I tag is if you're on the flyer. If you're not on the flyer yeah. or not like a guest, I'm not tagging you. I There's agree no with point. that. People see it. Yeah. People want to see it. And if they don't see it, 
okay, now I might inbox you a personal invite. That's different. You don't have to worry about all them 50 people being tagged. Yeah. If it's a personal invite. That's but. the thing. Sometimes I get, I'm like, I know, I hate that. I'm like, <laughs> nope. Yeah. Untag it gets me. annoying because you start to get all the comments and stuff like that. And like, whether you're going to the show or not, you know, but it's cool. I understand. Yeah. It's really mainly a lot of promoters and the artists. And they yeah. want you to listen to their, their music. But if you just post it on your shit, if we support you, we're going to see it. Exactly. And we're going to, you know, fuck with you. That's what I think. I agree. You, know, you don't have to, like, force us on this or that. Like, oh, man, uh, this is my new track. Make sure you share it and tag all your friends. I'm like, no, what are you doing for me? Are you coming on my damn podcast? No, you're not. Or you just exactly. want me to do something for you. And it's a two-way street, especially when it comes to, you know, us being a podcast and them as an artist. Because yeah. not saying they need us, but it's nice to have because when, when you're not, you know, out promoting yourself, people like us are. You know what yeah. I'm saying? We're, we're trying to get numbers. Even though our numbers may not be that big, whatever we have, they're going to be like, man, I'm going I'm to fuck with this person because yeah. they, they are so high on it. It yeah. just made me think about it because recently I dealt with this with you three. So two weeks ago, we booked this artist because someone made a post tag all the podcasters say, hey, this artist looking to do a media run and connect with different people. Cool. I booked them for you three. Usually I charge them people $40 because artists like the ratio time. If you charge them a little money, they're more serious about it because they're losing their money. So I was like, you know what? I'm not going to charge them because there's this guy who wants to join you three as the as an interviewer. And I want him to get more practice to try out. So I didn't charge the guy. I booked it. The day the interview comes, I hit him up. I'm like, hey, we're still on for the interview. No word. And then when it came time for the interview time, he finally hits me up, said, oh, my bad. I forgot. And he said, oh, I thought we were going to do an interview because I barely saw you promote it. I'm like, but you didn't promote it at all. I did my part, but you didn't promote it at all. So we rescheduled it for the next Wednesday, which was last week. The day that I promoted every day on my stories. When it comes to interviews with you three, I like to promote it every day on my stories. And then the day of the interview, I posted on my timeline. So that's what I did. I posted every day on my stories. I tagged him in it. He reshared it every time I posted, but I never once seen him share it on his pages or tag me in it. So I'm like, he's not serious about it. So the day of the interview comes, I hit him up again. No word at all. Still haven't heard from the artist. So he canceled again. I'm just like, OMG, this is not a good look. And it made it worse. My co-host that was going to help me do it drove all the way from Austin thinking the interview was going to happen and never did. So. Yeah, it sucks. It's good. You feel like. like but I feel like, like if I would have charged him that $40, he would have been more serious about yeah. it because he would have lost money. So that's, yeah. that's why sometimes I charge because you're wasting people's time and there's no communication. It's like, you got to communicate. Even if something happened, I get it. Emergency yeah. happened. You never know. But if you at least communicate with me, like I had this artist name, something Brown. I can't remember his name. He's not even from here. He's a like a country singer, kind of hip hop country. And his music is dope. So he booked the interview. Didn't hear from me today in the interview. You know, I thought it was another artist that bailed on me, whatever. He paid his money already. So I was like, that's his loss. But then days later, he hit me up talking about he had gone to a car accident. He was in the hospital, so he couldn't hit me up. So I was like, at least he communicated with me days after. It wasn't like he left me 
gone. At least he said something when he could. Yeah. That's better. Communication is better than nothing at all. So he communicated with me. I we booked the interview, no extra charge, and it happened. But you just gotta communicate. If something happens, just let me know. Hey, something came up. Can we reschedule? But if you don't communicate at all, then it makes me wonder you do bad you business. And time, then right? a lot of the people that got tagged in that same post or some podcasters and radio people I know, it's like, do I hit them up and say, Hey, is that business or do I let yeah. them find out? Kind of makes me wonder. Me, I would like to know. I'll be like, let me know. I ain't hit them up and say, hey, let you, just let you know. Yeah, because I put that shit out there. I don't give a fuck. I don't, you know, yeah. it's like, fuck it. You know, like when you're getting artists and some of them are, are different levels, like talent or known-wise or whatnot. And for like when, a, let's say, a, a one artist that's not as known, you know, stand you up. And it's like, all right, cool. But when you find out that it's like family or, you know, you had to work late or something like that, then it's understandable. Then yeah. I'm like, all right, we can reschedule. Yeah, because you communicated yeah. that. But if you don't communicate, we don't know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, no, no, I'm like, he missed month. out on an opportunity because what he don't know is when you come up to the studio and do interviews with me, you also get to meet Mickey Street, which is over Urban Street Radio, which is a college radio station that plays Monday late night, but they play underground music as well. That's another platform for you to get your music out there. Yeah, but definitely. You missed out on that. Somebody fucked up. Somebody so, did. They yeah. did. It's happened a couple of times, but you have any pets? To. No, I don't. But back in the day, I used to have a dog. A dog. Back when I was little. Mavis, the, the little house cat. She's like, hey, I want, I want to get. She on. wants to be in the interview. <laughs> yeah, she does. What's Thank your you. new project you got coming up, Mavis? I know, right? What's up? You, you got a. Uh, Something a little mixtape. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for for coming on, being on with me for a bit. You know, um, I, I like just to be able to just chat for a while. We've been on for about an hour. Kind of seem like it. It doesn't even kind of fast. You know, um, that's the way it goes sometimes. But it's 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 cool. You know, being like a young podcaster and trying to put myself out there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I, I try to do whatever I can. You definitely you know. got to go to one of our game nights. Yeah, what is that? So our podcast, we have to do game nights. Is it the chat bingo or is that something no, different? That's okay. something different. So we do game nights. The first game night we did was through Zoom because it was still COVID. And we did um, music trivia. It was my co-host D versus this guy I know from Oregon named Chris, who is like, a, he knows anything about music. Like my co-host boss were bad, so bad for him. <laughs> like, literally, he got to the point before I can finish the question, Chris knew the answer. So, we did that. We did with um, theme songs, um, soundtrack, trivia, stuff like that. The first one. The second one, we did um, we did kind of like a Jeopardy game. It was my, podca- my podcast versus F This Mic It Talk versus um, Socially Responsible. We did it live on Facebook and YouTube. Travis, I mean, D came up with the questions for the Jeopardy. We all participated. And then the second round was a spelling bee type thing. So each time we come up with something That's fun, cool. yeah, we can all get something. together and do. So we kind of do want to do another one where we go somewhere, eat some hot wings, and just have some fun games, you know? We just like, and then that's another way to network because that's when yeah. you find out yeah. what other podcasters are out there. Exactly, you know, and just yeah. have fun. So you definitely like get businesses, like small businesses. We do. So we go to small businesses and support them. When we did the, Jeopardy game. We went to Wayne's Wings and picked up some wings. So we had Wayne's Wings there. I think the next one we're thinking about going to T Polk's place, which is over here in this area. I love their tacos. So I'm trying to get trays of that chopped brisket. 
No. Have you had the cinnamon toast crunch cheesecake? No, I haven't. I have. I've only been there, sir. Uh, the time when they opened. Yeah, it's been a while. It's long overdue. Uh, me and my co-host, me and D, went there to try it out and did a little blog yeah. about and it. It's, uh, we, we had the tacos, cinnamon, so- uh, cinnamon, cinnamon toast crunch. Yes, it's good. I like yeah, it. Yeah, it looks good. So right? we want to try to do our next game night there. You know, have them cook some yeah. stuff and just he have some fun. Doesn't he have the outside patio out there? I think so too. I'm not sure. So that's a dope look. Let's just support, you know, local Shout businesses. Shout out to Tokyo. Well. That's over there on the, on the east side. It right is. Brampos, man. So yeah. Some memories. That's a nice place. We went to Scooter Bangs and tried that out. Have you ever been to Scooter Bangs? No, yet? I, I heard of it, but I never. I never we went there. We had the cheesesteak and the mac and cheese with bacon on top. You know, everything's better with bacon if you like uh, bacon. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was a nice place. Yeah, nice. So any other local restaurants out there, let us know where you are because, you know, I like to eat. So. Oh, uh, yeah. I love to eat too. I like I to, to eat. You know, I'm starting my little burger business and stuff. I trying see to sell that. that. Trying to sell the name and the brand and keep it all like. I see. Keep it separate, but let people know that we're not. Well, I'm trying not to just be, you know, classified as a podcaster. Like, you know, well, that's good. Trying to have like a little small business. And I guess we're going to have to get back to work and really like, you know, focus on what, what is working, what's not working. Yeah. How can we adjust this when you have a business that that can bring in revenue with food? You know, of course, the podcasting you can make money uh, yes. on on that with the guests and stuff like that. But because we're not like a more known podcast, we don't really you know charge or anything like that. So that's one of those things you still got to look out for yourself, like investing and stuff. And one day, just hope that it's gonna all pay off. Exactly. So that's what we're trying to do here. You know, hopefully. The little setup that we have now kind of still it takes time with everything, but growth. Yes, growth. Yeah. Time, patience, patience and lots of yeah. promotion. Just keep promoting. Whether yeah. it's one person tuning in, two people, just that, that's don't stop thing. promoting. Just trying to promote, do that. What What do you have going on now? Like uh, uh, any shows that you have going on? So November the 11th, 11-11, we have an R&B show. So if you like R&B music. You have an R&B show. There's a couple of nice artists on the show. Pull it up. I don't know if you can see the flyer. But this is the flyer. Oh, R&B, I'll send it to you so you can share. We have Ace Fetty on the show. Angela Stone. Bell. Essence. Um, J. Pierre. Queen Bree. Skip. Terry and Blake. Uh, Tylee the Godson. Just to name a few. It's going to be nice. Of course, I'm DJing. It's that Happy Place Ball for Ritterman. I like that place because not only do they have good margaritas, they have good food. The pizza is always good. So Uh-oh. is the chicken strips. Speaking of that, there a gentleman, Kurt. Kurt. Yes. Kurt like Levels. Kurt. Like Shout out to Kurt, Kurt, man. The first time I met him was uh, downtown. We were working at a restaurant on the Riverwalk. Nice. I um, like Kurt. I don't know if it was Hard Rock. It was somewhere. Yeah, I think it was Hard Rock Cafe. We were service there. Well, and I, I never been there. I've been by there, um, but yeah, I do want to. You got to come out, out just as, as a supporter. And hell, I need to get him on here. On here yeah, you know, I like Kirk. Um, he is a cool guy. I like yeah. him. He's always in his cool ass. He is. Moves, you know, he's very guy. just he's sweet, mellow. You know yes. Yeah, the eyebrows be getting like. <laughs> but yeah, it's, but yeah, it's a nice place. Guy. I like it. I like it. it's a nice vibe. They have a stage outside. Yeah, it's I've a nice. That. It's a big stage. So. 
the, happy, uh, place, happy place, Whitman Road, right next to the Taco Bell. Well, to the churches, Taco Bell, right next to the Taco Bell, across from the churches. On, on Ritterman, right? Ritterman, yes. Oh, yeah. What What's your biggest thing, um, like, pet peeve, like, for artists and stuff like that? Do you have um, some, besides the fucking uh, no car, no show? My, especially when I do shows, is the music. So I love to get the music ahead of time so I can listen to it, check it out, make sure it works. Because sometimes you think your track works, and it might not, and it gives you enough time to fix it or whatever. And some people like to wait to the day of the show to send me their music. Or, what up, what up? Uh, what up, D, live at five. What, Jonathan? No, that's not D. No, no. Okay, I don't no, know no, that was. No, that's not D. And, um, <laughs> and, yeah, so they have to wait till the day of the show to send me their music. Or what they do is they go to the show, give me a flash drive, which I don't mind flash drive if you have your songs ready to go. They yeah. give me a flash drive and, like, can I listen to the track to see if this is a track? Can I listen to this track? I'm like, I'm in the middle of DJ. No, you can't listen to the track. You should know what track it is. It's like tracks, numbers. You know, like yes, it says name, track one, track two, book. track three. It says that. I'm like, oh. no, I like it when they send it days ahead of time. Like if I'm at the show is Friday, we always say try to send it by at least Wednesday, Thursday. So it gives me enough time to download it, check the music, and then. Oh, yeah, that is his backup page. That is D. You, right? Yeah, I forgot D's in Facebook, Joe. Okay. I Man, if you got Facebook bail money, cut my brother out. He always said. <laughs> right. But never mind. No one, do not bail him out. Because he's just going to get back in Facebook, Joe. He's yeah, in Facebook, Joe, like, like every other day. time, and then, like, after a while, they're like. Man, he's he close. He didn't even post shit at all. He's close. Yeah. Every other day, he's in Facebook, Joe. And the crazy part is, so, this was, so he told us the story of what happened. One of his friends has a business. He left the review on his friend's page on Google, and then he commented and said, congratulations on your business. There's nothing but the blow up now. And they took blow up as in something else and banned them. But he meant, like, blow up your business. Yeah, not I heard, like, like, sometimes, like, even on certain emojis, like, you post something, or, like, certain emojis yeah. and shit like that. Well, like, Hypnotic DJ, my co-host that helps me out with U3, he posted that he was chopping up the world, which is chopping school music, and they took it the wrong way and tried to yeah. ban him. Facebook. But, Facebook, <laughs> man. It's crazy. crazy. I got banned once for a little bit. Well, I didn't get banned, but someone reported my live. So I did a online battle. It was an acapella battle. People, four artists compete. It's for money. So they, I think it was for money at the time. I did it during quarantine. It was like a quarantine rap battle. Four artists competed. They freestyled acapella. People voted on who they liked. I guess whoever lost. Didn't like it and reported my life for sexual nudity, but there was no sexual nudity because it was a rap battle. And which is crazy because they, they didn't report the original live, which was from my U3 page. They reported the live that I shared from my U3 page to my page. It was crazy. <laughs> people people, people are salty you. when they lost. Oh my uh, God. Yeah, I hate when, like, especially when people get, like, they. One comment and they fucking another comment and another comment. Um, yeah, I never respond to the fucking exactly. first thing. But shout out to D. He has his own podcast live at five, but he does interviews as well. So hit him yeah, up if definitely. you need an interview. Definitely. If you need pictures taken, he does photography. Excuse me. If you ever need like background shots of anything, he does that as well. He does video as well. Oh, yeah. So you do a little bit of that too, right? Don't you do I used to do photography back in the day, but then I stopped. 
Yeah. I only did it for fun. I never did it for serious. I only did it because when I first started DJing, I always wanted to capture moments of these events. Okay. Okay. So I used to take pictures, and then it got to the point where artists would take their picture they see and save it and not even give me credit. And I'm just like, you know oh, what? Yeah, yeah. It's not working. Now, once in a while, I used to have an artist who say, if I pay you so much, can you take pictures of my performance? But yeah, besides cool. that, I stopped. We do a lot of graphics and covers. So I do do like? graphics and covers. Um, There's a couple I'm working on right now. I, I can show you what I'm working on. I can't show you. It's a secret because I haven't posted it yet. But I'm doing this one right now. Yeah. And then there's another one I'm working on. Similar to that, it's a guy on a car with a chick and then another guy walking with another chick with the Monopoly board. On but the, they ask you, like, on the bottom. They tell me what they, they, they want. Yeah, so. That's nice. How it long is. do those usually take you? A, a long time, especially since I don't do this full time. A lot of people just assume I do this full time. So when they hit me up, like, on a Monday, they think, oh, yeah, by Tuesday it should be done. I'm like, yeah. I don't do this full time. I have a job. You get, like, stickers made? Can you get stickers made? You do any of that? No, of not yet. But I want to get into that. Me and D yeah. want to get into shirt making because he has the stuff. He just sits there. He has oh, a heat man. press. Just sitting there collecting so, dust. D. Oh, Anthony, let's yeah, get it together. That's one thing that's popping, like, you know, it really like, is. Seen, like, I've been telling, like, uh, other people, like, when it comes to your merch, like, think outside the box, like, you know, like, uh, Kenneth Duran, he was on a few weeks ago, and he, like, said socks, I told him, put your own crazy socks, bro, like, do some of that yeah. stuff, you know, and then people see you, and you're like, oh, yeah, that's my merch, you know what I'm saying, I just don't sell shirts, or, like. Shout out to K-Dog, a.k.a. Yeah. Kenneth Duran, shout out to his wife, his wife. Yeah, she just dropped that My new, booking uh, manager. Now, I'm, I'm not booking manager, but my contract manager. She's dope. Um, me and me and Kate, me and um, K Dog was supposed to do a reaction show, but you know, COVID hit and all that, so I'm not happening. But they're dope people. I like their music. Yeah. They're very they have, dope they are, people. They're, they're nice. I like their music too. They're pretty, you know, we had Kenneth. We talked, you know, for a little while. Nice conversation. Like you yeah. can tell, like some artists, like how how hood some artists are, or so how some you know had some education or this and that. And yeah. Some people are like, I'm like, uh, so I enjoy artists like that. Mm. You know I like saying? it when, like you said, like how me, you can just have a conversation. It doesn't feel like an interview. It doesn't feel like, yeah. well, I'm asking you questions. Like, well, next, next, next. What's yeah. this? Like, it's just a conversation. That's why, like, on, on the little better. flyer I make, instead of, you know, the, I just change it to a special co-host because I want people, especially, like, artists that really haven't been on a podcast, you know, they're like, man, I'm going to be on a co-host, you know, this and that. And you see yeah. how much they, they enjoy that. Are the ones that are don't have much to talk about. Like for instance, I interviewed two artists when the pandemic hit, and they didn't have much to talk about because they didn't have any music out. I was like, so why you need an interview? Like, why'd you start doing music? Because the pandemic hit. Yeah. Okay, so that's why you started doing music, but you don't have any music out. So what is there to talk about? Exactly. Yeah. So the conversation, the interview was kind of short, kind of dead. So that's why most of mine now I just like add the whole life, death, everything else in between, because if they don't really have much music to talk about, then at least we have those three bullet points, you know, to talk about. Yeah. So, D said, cool. put some money on his Facebook. He take V-Bucks. <laughs> that's All I got is Buddy Bucks. Buddy Bucks. That's, <laughs> A little bit of food stamps. That's funny. Yeah. Do you play video games? No, man, I, I don't. No. I, I don't really play. Back in the day, like in the PlayStation day. and PlayStation 2 and then but after, after a while, no, we have a PlayStation, but it's mainly just for like streaming. Now. Yeah. That's I don't play video games like that, but I like to watch people play video games. Oh, yeah, man. That's... I'm going to tell you. So, if you don't know, especially for artists, 
audience, listen up. Listen to this. Because this is what I found out. So, you know, Facebook and YouTube love to ding people for copyright issues. I still get copyright issues when I'm pandemic first and actually do my live mixes on Facebook. Yeah. Twitch is starting to do the same thing. Mainstream music, ding you. But underground music, they're not going to ding you because it's not mainstream yet. So if you want another avenue to get your music played, connect with gamers. There's this gamer I connected with. His name is Chris Live or some on Twitch. He plays all types of games. But when I tune into his show, you know what he's playing in the back? YouTube radio. You hear this should go DJ Baby Blue Diamond. You, you tune go, into YouTube yeah. radio. And he's playing it because one, you get to hear dope music. It's underground. And Twitch is not gonna take it down because it's not mainstream. Yeah. She's gonna worry about the copyright issues. Yeah, so that's yeah, another yeah, avenue. Copyright. So Artists, get your music out there to the gamers. I'm telling you, on connect Twitch, with a yeah. gaming channel that has a lot of followers and say, hey, you need some music to play while you gaming? And it's not like they play it loud, loud, but they play it enough where people can hear and say, hey, yeah, who's this? Enough. Who's that? There's a couple of times where he's like, who's this? Yeah. I like that. And then maybe like the people they're playing, they might they're like, like, like hey, man, who you playing? playing exactly. And it doesn't have to just be hip-hop. It could be R&B, country, pop. I played a, a variety of music, and sometimes he's like, you know what? This song gets me hyped. When I'm playing this game, or it makes me mellow. Yeah. So exactly, and that's how you connect too, because then their listeners, people who tune into their live, is gonna be like, "Who are you playing? Or where can I listen to more music like this?" And then they tune into you three. Yeah. So that's how you cross promote. You get so get your music out to the gamers. That's where it's at. Yeah, cross promote the gamers. You know, anything with local businesses, a bunch of things. You know, fellow podcasts. Exactly. You know, that's why that's why we started the podcast group chat so we can all connect and talk about different topics. Like I said, December, I'm doing the podcast edition because I want people to know we are out here. So if you are a podcast in San Antonio, message me if you want to be on the cover of the magazine. We're going to take a big group picture. Definitely. We're going to try to find a place. I'm thinking somewhere in the poor area. We're going to try to do it around um, the Thanksgiving break. We can all get together and do the That'd be kind of dope, too. Alamo it's, City podcasters. <laughs> hey, that'd be kind of dope. I like that. Yeah. So we're going to find a dope location. We're going to take a group shot for the, you know, for the cover. Cool. And then, you know, showcase you guys on the inside. Yeah, I like that because nice. people don't know we all out there. Yeah. I'm they might know, know two or three. They don't know it's more than two or three. Yeah. And, and I get a few uh, artists that, that are like, oh, man, I didn't know there were any podcasters here. But they're mainly new artists. You know, like, yeah. of course, new artists I'm going to really know. They haven't really networked as much. Or let's say they, they see us at shows or uh, an artist that's been on, they go and tag them on, on you know, our post when we're like, hey, we're looking for, you know, a co-host. And this exactly. And so it, it's cool networking, especially on social media, but I do prefer it in person. It's different, of course, because you get to talk to them, you know, with the text. Yeah. It's like, that's what, what you text is, that's what it is. Yeah, it you know, is. But it's a yeah. different life. When you yeah. see them in person, definitely a different yeah, So support your local artists, podcasts, businesses, all that good stuff. Exactly. Um, you want to take it home for us, ma'am? <laughs> what do you want me to say? Yeah, no, whatever. <laughs> we're we're going to go ahead and you know, hit them with that deuce, deuce, apple juice. Deuce, um, deuce say apple goodbye. juice, man, um, that's Yeah, we've been on for a good amount. Appreciate you people deuce, that, deuce, that were tuning juice. in. That yeah, one day it's going to actually be an actual apple juice. I do want to. 
do the cheers with the apple juice. Well, because so uh, if you don't know who Corey Mack is, he used to be way back in the day, he used to be on FM station and then he realized how FM station works. And then he started his own podcast and now he's with MVP, MVP vibes. And when he does his interviews on Instagram at the end, he always have people do cheers. So he like cheers and then they all take a drink, whether it's soda, water, whatever yeah. you want. I feel like that's dope. And then at the end of the year, he puts all the videos together, everybody cheering, cheering, cheering. Nice. So I like that juice, juice, apple juice. Yeah. That is. And then I do want it to actually like make it a juice. With the apple juice. That yeah. is dope. So we have our sweet tea coming out soon. I just okay. got to get labels. So I got it bottled up. Well, you know, this is Texas. You know, we like our sweet tea. You know, yeah. you got to compete with Bushes and, and Bill Miller's. No, it's not, it's not like that. But it's still a progress. You know, it's still, it still hits. So that's what I got in my cup right now. Are you going to add flavor to it? Or are you just going to keep it sweet Oh, tea? right now, sweet tea, but we want to do like a half and half with the uh, Arnold Palmer type thing. Uh, maybe like a raspberry, um, I like uh, strawberry. I, like, I love Arnold um, Palmer. And then maybe like a... I'm not going to do it for sweet tea. I agree. All right, bye. I agree with that. Yeah, but much love, guys. DJ Baby Blue Diamond. Actually, I don't even think I did this the whole time, right? Where we, we holler at Billy on the board, my little voice that I do, Billy on the board. Yes. <clears throat> Let's go ahead and do this real quick. Live in the Bone Zone. It is I, Billy on the board with DJ Baby Blue Diamond. We got to record that word yeah. thing and use it as a drop when I'm DJing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just play it. I, I, I want to get on radio one day, like, you know, where it's actually radio and you know, well, when I started the podcast, it was just the audio. Yeah. And then COVID, and then I was doing, I was like, why don't I put the podcast with the, the video? And that's the podcast. Yeah. You know, which are just the lives now. And that's what it is. Now. But that's it takes time being on the board. He's, it's just me. You don't have to create characters. So he's that's a nice that voice, though. That's I a nice radio the, voice. The, uh, Ouija on the board and all that Yeah, that's a nice that. radio voice. Yeah. Know? <laughs> exactly. But thank you very much. Much love. No, I appreciate uh, you having me. You know, we got to come back with my other two co-hosts, definitely. Yeah, well, we'll go over there one day. Oh yes. Feel like, you know, yes, you do. Got to come to us. Yeah, definitely, nice we would platform. love to have you on uh, our show. Everything that you're doing, appreciate you for doing that. This San Antonio. Thank Not you. Not all artists are aware of the hard work that this lady puts in. So of course, we're gonna give her her flowers now. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Round of applause. Thank DJ you. Baby Blue Diamond. I appreciate wow. it. Let's do it one more time. Live in the Bone <laughs> with DJ Baby Blue Diamond. Peace. What's up, guys? Thank you. That's funny.